0: Welcome to the RF Podcast. This is episode number five of the bonus series for the All Ireland Senior Final tonight. I'm joined with another guest from another different angle in terms of the GA and all that goes on in the background. I'm joined with Paul Jennings from iSports Analysis. Paul is a well-known video analysis in Mayo. He's worked with some big teams in, involving rugby and Gaelic. He's worked with Stephen Rochford. He's worked with the uh, Castlebar Mitchells under Pat, Pat, or Pat Holmes. Uh, Paul, how are things?
1: Doing great now, yeah, looking forward to the weekend, looking forward to uh, weekend as a fan, I suppose, instead of uh, working as an analyst so
0: yeah, and that's that 's the angle we 've gone with, with with these podcasts uh, we 've been getting in people that have been involved in big days and and, you, and yourself you 've no more you've more experience now than most with dealing with the big days and all iron finals you worked under Stephen Ru, I said earlier on with video analysis. Uh, how just just I suppose we we'll get a brief outline of, of, of what you do and so on during the podcast. But how did it all start for you? Uh, how have you got to this point now? I, I've I've uh, been lucky enough to see some of your work um, through the iSports analysis page, and I have to say, it's blown me away to see the depth and detail that goes into these things. But how did you get into it in the start? I suppose
1: 2010. Uh, was I was working with um, with Connacht Rugby, and I suppose the IRFU got a good kind of grounding at that stage in, in, in video analysis and, and what was in, entailed. Um, I suppose I was living here in Crossmelina and I looked to try and get involved in Melina into, the, into the, the community there and Michael Miles was, was, uh, was training the team at the time and a couple of DVDs off them, chopped up a few D- DVDs, did a few and her presentations to the to the lads, and that was kind of the the GEA analysis started. So, it yeah, back, yeah. You, had, you had Stephen Rashford actually playing. Um, Kieran McDonald was was playing. One of the one of the first clips there was the McDonald a shot, McDonald a point uh, video. PJ um, e. Loftus commentary. So, in fairness to Cross Malina, they were very uh, forward thinking. Like they would have had been videoing their games a long, long time. Um, for you know for years gone by you know so they had a good archive there of footage and I suppose maybe someday it'll be it'll be uh, looked at again but um but yeah that was yeah. that was the start of it and then kind of moved in then into the GAA there was a few opportunities there um worked with Pat Holmes so with Caspar Mitchells uh, they went on a good run went to the All-Ireland final um and yeah kind of you you create these contacts and they move on and one manager goes to another club and, you know, you get a phone call here and there and, you know, the word of mouth is probably the best way of spreading the the message there, you know, so I couldn't really name off all the teams that I've worked with at this stage, you know, but (laughs) I'd say there's a good chance that, you know, every club in the county or not club in the county definitely would have would have analysed them at some stage, whether they were the opposition or 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 other ones that's where that's where it started off.
0: Yeah. Um, have you got any royalties for the P.J. Loftus uh, McDonald shot, McDonald the point? It must have been played about a million times now, and it, it digs itself up every so often. I've noticed.
1: It does. It does. It does in fairness, yeah. I actually yeah. recently did. Um, I seen the the cross Melina Nemo game. It was up on YouTube there, and I uh, just tied it quickly. And it was, it was funny because if you were going through an analysis of of the game then compared to now. I don't know if McDonald would have been taking on all that many shots in, in today's game, you know, because a lot of them weren't, um, you, you probably wouldn't have been saying there was huge value in them, you know, as, a, as an analyst and and going through it, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs>
0: yeah. Did you find the tra- the transfer from recording G- uh, rugby games onto GEA G-A games? Now, I knew you, were, you had quite a successful career yourself playing rugby for Westport. Uh, i often seen you play many of the time down in Caraholly um, did you did you find that uh, transfer from tagging games and um, from rugby to Gaelic the conversion difficult
1: yeah I suppose it's a lot more fluid game really isn't it like there's, there's not as many you don't have that stop start and the restart although there might be more stuff going on in rugby where you've got a breakdown and you've got like you know the arriving player and second arriving player and you know a lot of it is repetition in, in Gaelic then it's you know, definitely six, ten years ago, I think the game has changed a lot. You know, there was a huge amount of turnovers. The game was, was played more, kind of, um, just have a go. There didn't seem to be as much structure on the game. Now you can definitely see with the, with the GAA lads, you know, nearly every club is going out there with, with a bit of a game plan. They're knowing how to recycle it. They're knowing how to, when they, when they come into the 45, how to get shots away, you know. So, like, for that reason, it's kind of coming a little bit more, um, more structured and you can see the game plans that are playing out in front of you, you know, when you're watching a game there yeah, um, yeah. whereas maybe seven or eight years ago that wasn't the case. It was probably just a you know, each position just beat your man and hopefully we'll win eight or nine, ten of the, the matchups and we'll 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 win the game, you know. So Oh when you say you're tagging a game we all know what
2: well, we we have a fair idea what that means, you know, but in terms of a KPIs or performance indicators, are you looking at the same things every game in terms of, we'll say, turnovers or kickouts or wide or whatever misplaced passes or does a coach or a manager, does a management team come to you with obviously they'll have their own additional ones to add in every time, is it? Or are you just doing a generic one each time?
1: Yeah, I suppose for that, you've got to be consistent because the players have to know what they're looking at each time. There's no point in coming up with a different metric you know, halfway through the season, that they're not familiar with. So, like, you start off at your beginning of the season. You you introduce the the, the team, whatever you're working with. You explain this is how are you're you're coding the game. This is what a you know an unforced turnover is, what a forced turnover is. How you how you're rating their, your possessions, or what you rate their attacks. What I'm saying, an attack is is a, a regained possession inside the forty-five. Yeah, Some people might just say that if the ball crossed the 45, you know, so there's different things there. And, and like, you can't really compare year on year if you don't, if you don't have that consistency in the tagging, you know what I mean? What I mean a tag. So every event is actually a button click, you know, so if it's a kick out one, I'm clicking a button, clicking it one, you know, kicking it long left, you know, wh- wherever, wherever it is on the pitch, you know, and you're tagging then the player who's tagged it or who's caught it, you know, maybe if it's broken, so they always have to be the same because there's no point in saying, in trying to compare, you know, apples and oranges. You have to have that consistency, you know, kind of day in, day out. And then you kind of, once you you start to um, measure yourself against another team or how, how um, you know, let's say a junior club measures, measuring themselves against a senior club or, uh, you know, a club in, uh, measuring themselves against an inter-county team, you know, and then you yeah. can, that's, you know, you're basically using the same metric, but,
0: yeah, yeah I I have actually you sent me on earlier on today the what you do a login account to the to the account itself and uh, I couldn't believe the amount of work the amount of detail that goes into it like did, what you basically get you get a home screen just as for just for people that are wondering you get you get a, a, a basic screen a breakdown of the stats and what well, I just thought all right John, yeah, this looks fairly basic and then if you actually click on and say opposition kickouts one you can click into them and you, it will give you all 11, 12 of them, whatever, that you have uh, that you that you won in the game and you can speed them up and slow them down how long does that take, so you get a game you'll get a game, you could get a DVD of a match, whatever, you sit down in the evening how long does it take to break that down or tag a game as you say?
1: Oh, well it's like, I suppose it's like a, a tiler, tiling the, a floor you know, me or you could tile the floor or we can get a guy who's doing it all day every day and how long will it take him, you know, so yeah. Um, I'm able to speed up the game, and I use hotkeys. So I'm basically li- just looking at the game with my hands on the key on the keyboard, and I'm you know tagging away. So I can do it. Yeah, you, you get you get fast on it. I suppose it's that it's that, you know um, trade off between speed and accuracy. You know that sometimes you have to say that you know you're trying to do it as economically as you can. You know, and sometimes you're not going to have absolute you know 100 percent accuracy all the time. So mm-hmm. Um, but in general, yeah, look, I, I'd I'd be able to get a lot of information in, in, uh, onto the report onto the page in real time. Yeah. You know, if you want more accuracy, like the um, the individual players, I'd have to slow it down, and you're probably going down to maybe half speed or quarter speed, then depending on the standard of the football, you know.
0: Yeah, um, and I suppose it's, it, it depends on the the amount of breaks and and general stuff in the game. You know, if the ball is in play for a good bit of time, it probably cuts it down if you're only looking at the basics of stop-starts and so on.
1: Yeah, you you would think that, but the likes of Dublin there will have such a long possession, you know, and they're pretty much all they're doing is hand-passing it around the place. You know, they mightn't have a huge amount of um, of kick-passing in it, yeah. you know, especially if they're in a tight game where they're going to hold the ball for two or three minutes before they get off their shot, you know, so... Yeah.
3: So,
0: on a... On a Enda, uh, uh, sorry. Yeah.
3: Just there, Paul. I was reading an article over in Australia with the AFL to have behind the goals vision. Is that is that a big thing coming into the GA, or are you you're reliant on the vision you're given? I suppose at club level is probably side on, but at county level is behind the goals a big thing?
1: Ah, uh, well, any angle, any any extra angle that you have will always help you inform your your decision. Because at the end of the day, you're trying to. Give information to the coach that's going to help him make a decision. Um, you know, after the game, so like you could see a turnover from side on, and think, "Oh, that was a really bad pass." And then when you see it behind the goals, then you can realize that you know it was the guy inside. He never made the run, or there was space there. There was there was an opportunity out the field for that ball to go in. You know, the guy looked up. He, he's playing the ball into a really good space that's going to be um, ex- should be exploited by the forward. And the forward hasn't read it. And then it's not, if you were using the side on footage, you only see the guy kicking the ball in and it being,
0: yeah. you know what I mean? So, the angles can be deceiving almost. like. They, uh,
1: absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, like, the, there's different, there's different softwares out there, you know, that you can kind of stack angles. There's, there's a few, yeah. they're all, like, it doesn't I, really matter what brand you're using, but, you know, usually I'd be able to flick between three or four angles there. And even in club games, I'd, I'd try and get, um, a static camera behind the goals.
0: Yeah. I've seen you, I've seen you actually, I think it was down in Carless, um, for a qualifier. You were, you were, you were setting up a camera behind the goal. So let's just pair this back now for a minute now. So we'll say, you've got a big inter-county game coming up. Um, what's the run for the day? How much equipment are you using? How long does it take for, say, you to get going in the morning? When do you have to get there before the match starts and set up and so on? Is there much work to it?
1: Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know what the story is now with COVID. I can only go back to the
0: yeah the,
1: the, yeah. the pre-COVID times um, and like when when senior Mayo team was there, like you're going to have twenty thousand at every game, you know. So you always had to be there, you know, a couple hours before kickoff because you just wouldn't get parking. The, the the Mayo fans are they are fanatical <laughs> and they will be in their seats. They'll all be there, you know. So you, you couldn't go rocking up late because you just you'd end up walking a mile with it, with a load of gear. So, um, But generally, what I would, would try and, and do from the sideline would have two cameras side-by-side side on, a, on a tripod, but one is a wide angle, and one then is, is on your remote that you're zooming in and you're getting a, a tighter angle. And you'll press record on both of those at the same time. You'll press them off at the same time, and you'll press them off the second half at the same time, and you'll have those you know reasonably you know, stacked up together pretty much to the same frame.
0: Yeah, and you'd have a you'd you'd be in. We'll say now if it's Croker, how many cameras do you have with you?
1: Oh, you wouldn't need that many cameras in in a televised match because you can hook up to the to the truck.
0: Oh right, so, oh, so you have access. You have so you'd access. to so, you like the getting like... broadcast feed. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they'd have
1: they'd have both high behinds. They'd have a wide angle. Um, I have a. They'd even have on all our final day used to have a roof angle over in the top. You know the skywalk in the the top of the. um canal in there so you have that view so you'd have any amount of angles there now the only problem is most of the time you're getting them post game you know so it's fine in the likes of um, a replay where you've got all these angles then you can go back on and you can you can look at um but uh, usually what i would have done is take four feeds into uh, i have a capture box built and i'm able to create a quad screen and then that quad screen was going to the management, they were able to look at the two high behinds and the, the wide and the tight angle. Um, and they could then be able to say they knew that there was a good angle on the, you know, let's say the hill high behind for whoever, Connor Canada's goal or something like that. Yeah. And then, you know, because they'd have all the angles and they could say, oh, you well, go to camera one for the start and go to camera two and go back. You know what I mean? So,
0: yeah. Amazing. Amazing the detail they have.
2: A um, lot, Paul, sorry, Paul, a so lot you're talking about there is we'll say post-game analysis or in-between games or whatever. During the course of a game, let say a first quarter break or somewhere like that, is it, is it your responsibility to share the information that you have? If you see a trend, a particular trend, is it your responsibility as you see it to go and inform the management or does the management come to you if they have a question or something like that? Like if you see something, an alarmingly high amount of, how counts in the full forward line or something like that. Is that your job to go and relay that to the management as you see it? Or is that something that you just give your half-time briefing as normal or water break briefing?
1: Over? Well, I haven't done I haven't done any live, live analysis uh, for COVID. So I, I don't know. We finished up with the under-20s on the 8th of February and that was our season done. So that was pre-COVID. There was no water breaks in that. Um, what we did do uh, was that a member... What we found was... And it's all different. Like,
2: I'm asking because I'll tell you why. Information overload is something I'd be concerned about if you like. So, so you know, if someone's coming at you with all of this information and all in the middle, yeah, of, um, you know, and there's, there's only two I or don't. three key points in that that you need to take. You know, sorry,
1: yeah, go on, yeah. that's that. That is exactly and, and, and A lot of people have came to me and asked me advice on what to do, and I've basically been telling them just go with pen and paper during the game go pen and paper and um, get your, your you know if you've got somebody that you trust who's going to relay that information to the players that they're going to take it on board you know you don't, you want somebody with a you know that has proven themselves to a reasonable degree you know so if they are doing pen and paper stats and they can say well the stats that I gave you last week at halftime you know I've gone back in the video and I was you know I was 95% right in them so I'm, I'm not a million miles away you know and then yeah. you know you you'll build up that trust with a team then you know but um, no, because I agree with
2: you. I think that's far more realistic in terms of a club environment, if you like, or that sort of thing, um, thing compared to all these technological advances, which are great, but beyond the realms of possibility for a lot of clubs, you know, who just need yeah. the, you know, the, the tall count and the wide count and the yeah. turnover count and
1: all these sorts of things, you know? Yeah, and a, a big thing that you need is your matchups. You need to know who's on top, who's playing well and who's not. And a lot of that information is going to come from the, the people on the pitch themselves. And if you haven't facilitated them to be able to come back with that information to you, you know, you, you're kind of, you're fighting a nearly losing battle, you know, because ultimately you can have all this information here, but there's no point in me knowing all this stuff about every one of the Dublin players. It's the, it's the players on the pitch on Saturday that need to know it. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, and that's, that's the long and short of it. And, and I think that's, I think a lot more um, of this, this stuff is done online. Um, a lot of the, the sharing of the, of the of the footage is done early in the week. I don't think you're going to have these big, um, you know, long video analysis meetings the night before a game because, you know, there's enough to be going on with, you know. so yeah. How many, Paul, would you have in
0: your team? Um, or how many would, say, the likes of Dublin, the top boys there in Crow Park? How many people... Uh, is there a room for this? Sorry, that's what I want, probably want to go back to as the basic. Is there is there a place in Crow Park for video analysis... Yeah,
1: there is just an al- there, there is an analysis booth there. It's just um it's just on the it's just up from the Hogan at the at the, bottom, the top of the Hogan stand in the middle. It's that the, the the um the corla section just there. Behind there. It lo- it, it'll it'll it only it'll only fit probably three comfortably in it, you know, so you're not gonna have a whole um load of people there. Um probably not the easiest setup in honesty, because you're you're surrounded by glass You know, to get messages out to the team. You know, there's probably, yeah. But that's where your that's where your TV feeds are given to you. So you kind of have
3: have to make the most of it. You know. Yeah. Paul, Paul, in inter county setup now, is it gone to the stage where each player gets video packages of themselves and of the opponent they're going to play against?
1: I'd say in club um, senior club, I'd say that's the situation. Oh. Jesus. Never mind inter-county. Yeah, yeah. I like. I, um, yeah, I do. I, I, like in, in fairness, I I don't think, I don't think there would have been any of the, um, the not more the bravey lads there who wouldn't have had access to, you know, any amount of footage there that they they require. You know, going into um, you know, a senior, senior final, you know. So I, like it, it's, it is, it is more accessible now. Cameras are, are, are re- relatively cheap, you know, compared with with 10 years ago. What you were getting, you know, your storage is better. You can put HD footage on. You can get 4K cameras, you know. So there's there's any amount of the biggest issue that you're going to have is is does that player have are, have the time to consume all the information that's been given to him? And Roland, that was your point there about the the information overload. You know, so you can you can give guy you know, hours and hours and hours of footage, but they may not have the time to to, to consume it, you know. Yeah,
0: so it's probably about more than likely, it's up to themselves as the players to condense or check what they need to check or what they're probably comfortable with. Like it's it's probably case by case basis as well.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and, and you also need to check that you're going to have these personality types who are that's you know, minor. Just, just
2: gonna say, Paul, like you national read about Oisin Mullin during the week. I don't, I'm far from naive enough to think he's not been given video analysis of whoever he's marking, Connick Allen or whoever he might be picking up. But some people maintain that maybe he's at his best when he's almost a free spirit. You know what I mean? That when he's just playing off the cuff and he's playing it as he sees it, so to speak. Now, of course, he'd have to be given information. But if you compare him to someone of years previous, of uh, someone I'm just thinking of, uh, like Donald Vaughan, who would probably crave all of the information you could possibly give him, you know, and consume it and digest it, yeah. you know, but... Basically, what I'm trying to say is, i agree with you completely in terms of personalities. You know, in terms of who you know needs this and who doesn't, who who needs to be exposed slightly to it, but not to the degree of someone
0: else. Yeah, well, I I, I think I think it's a major it's a major help to have it at club level as well to have something like that. But uh, it's only for the top top few. I think if you were to give video analysis of a player um, of their own games in the last their last three games or so. 80% of them, all they're going to do is go and look at the scores. The scores. <laughs> that's what I found. A lot of lads will just check what they you know, what they did well. They mightn't even look at the stuff that they did badly. Yeah,
2: and Was to add that Shane is our worst choice for the week. Beep. Well, uh, <laughs> But you're also going to, like, if you're playing, I know, for example, I'm just bringing us into the we're playing Bravely. We know Aidan O'Shea is, like, we did a lot of, on him because we know he's, a lot goes through him and what kind of ball he wants to get. And maybe that's us being, I don't know, lacklustre or, or not having enough resources to do enough. But if you're playing the big teams, if you're playing Kassabari, you're concentrating on Paddy Durkin and where he gathers and how he, his body, his body shape and how he likes to take the ball, that sort of stuff. And someone else might just slip through the, the cracks. And in fairness, if you look at people like Brafe, that corner forward that came from nowhere this year who played very well, he wasn't a lot of people's radar. So he's not going to be analysed to death that suddenly he comes in and has a good year. You
0: know? I made that point. I made that point, actually. Paul, you, 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 might, you might argue with me here if you wanted. Um, um, in 2015, um, with Pat and Noel, David Drake started the All-Ireland semi-final David Drake was um, I don't think had there was that much even televised footage of him playing do you think that helped or do you think that was something that could have rattled the dubs because they were so prepared, they may throw a fella like Drake in at corner forward and they turn around 15 minutes or 20 minutes for the match and go we've absolutely nothing on this guy we don't know anything about him, we haven't seen him playing, do you think something like that would have helped him that day?
1: It may well have, it may yeah. It may well have, because it, it, they may well have learned from it, because when, when the spring...
2: Jack McCaffrey said actually in his podcast <laughs> before, during the week of Bernard Brogan, same thing about when he, he was trained to be brought on against Mayo in 2013 or something, because no one knew who he was, and he's like, I reckon I would have gone in there and changed that game, he's like, because no one
1: knew who I was. You know? yeah. yeah, and you never know, maybe, maybe Mayo have one or two of those players that haven't had that much day, game time who who done exceptionally well in the club championship and maybe they'll be sprung on Saturday and I'll be... Oh, yeah, Yeah, McHale. it up to speed, you know. Paul so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, it, it, so Paul, like, it's came on so much and technology's came on so much in the last 10 years. Like, it's the, the rate of improvement of certain things. You mentioned yourself, the price of cameras coming down, storage and clouds are so accessible now. Um, do, you, do you see much more advances in, in video analysis uh, or, or have we plateaued in terms of what we can take from a game and what we can sh- share, save and record? Oh, I think uh, it's, going,
1: it's, it's, it's unbelievable the, the, the opportunities out there. Now, even if you looked at, at all the streamed games that was, was going on at the moment, you know, so you were getting live streams in, there's possibility now of, of tagging those games live and be sending the stats back remotely to where they're being streamed from. Yeah. Um, you know, and even in that, the, the you know, there's there's places that are streaming two or three angles out of that game as, as one. You know, so you can actually go between you know the streams nearly, uh, and and um uh, that there's there's huge huge advances there.
0: That, yeah, that really I, I know I I noticed that the that the tip, or not the Tipperary the Limerick. Hurling captain mentioned how the the video analysis lads weren't weren't even there. That they were probably doing it a lot of it down in in Limerick. Mm. That they could do it from from, from remotely. Like so, yeah. the way things are going, you said to yourself about the streaming. Like you could get the fact that you mightn't even have to, you know, if the if this if there's cameras there already, you mightn't even have to go to the games. That's
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's IP encoders there. Like you can you can work it over IP cameras, basically like a CCTV TV camera. Yeah. Just log into your log into that camera and, and, and work away. You know, so there's there's a huge amount. I think the next advance really is probably the adding the GPS in on the analysis as well. So the 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 um, the last few years there there's been a few updates in the GPS model. So they're they're sending out a code that can be accepted by the the analysis and
0: Do you think um, it'll get to the stage where they can track the uh, that the cameras will be able to track the GPS and they'll be able to have you could nearly have player cam automatically on people.
1: Maybe, maybe not, but there probably is a, a, a way that you'd have a little, you know, map in the top corner with your players moving around. you know, like you'd see on FIFA
3: yeah.
1: where you know the location of the players. Like there's, there's so much, you know, potential. Yeah. And there's so many people doing it. Like, you know, so that's why, we're, we're that's why, there.
0: sorry again. Uh, that's why James Horn has the drones at training and at training games. So he can look back and, Suppose see the position of these people from a from a different angle, is it?
1: Yeah, I've never used a drone now, so I, I I wouldn't be able to comment um but I, I believe the footage is, is fantastic, yeah. Especially on you know, tactical setups on where you want players to you know to try and intercept the ball or on kickouts outs or anything like that. Yeah, but we yeah, we use we used we use drones as
2: well last year, Charleston. Drones for you? kick
0: outs, yeah,
2: yeah. like, like, are but your They are accessible. Philip, big cheese,
0: the big cheese, give me a shout out there. He had his drone up in the sky first. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. and, and Ronan, did you find it useful
2: Uh, yeah I did yeah but again it's, pre- it's it's in between games like during a game oh I, a know game, that, yeah. no, I know that yeah I know you no, are. Yeah. no it's, yeah. week, it's week to week you know a championship and you have a week and you have two weeks or whatever it was any amount but like we would have done it in house like even uh, the stats would have been given to us or whatever but video analysis I would have done myself you know just yeah. the resources aren't there to go and get it External person or whatever, but yeah, we would have had statisticians or whatever on the line or whatever. But in terms of video analysis work, you're just clip, you're just trimming and doing it yourself and sticking it into WhatsApp groups. That's what I was doing. Yeah. Now I wouldn't have really put it to individual players for for no particular reason, probably just time constraints. But you will be putting into the generic groups.
0: Yeah, you know? uh, yeah, that's interesting. Now, Ron, I didn't uh, didn't know about that. Now, big and big cheese. Fair play, she. Um, you've you've been. Go on. Sorry, Paul.
1: Probably so. Where I'd see it going, uh, now, instead of just the games, I think the the training. No, you, you've got very little opportunity to to bring that video in a game into the situation. But if you are having your training session and you can manage to to run off 10 you know, kickouts in a row, and then you've got them there on a laptop and you're able to take your water break or you're doing your, um, you know, parts of the training session that you can go over and say, well, look, these three went well, these three didn't and here's the difference you know, that's the type of yeah, like, that's probably where I see it going and Does that happen, Paul, in Intercontinental?
2: Not yet, probably A not
1: say, or whatever very, Oh, look, there's, there's some phenomenal, there is some phenomenal um, you know intelligent blokes uh, co- coaching in Mayo you know, yeah. it, it, it happens it happens, yeah it I, mean. I
0: actually was chatting to a good friend of the pod Rory Hannan, the last day. Uh, And, Jesus, you could talk to that man all day and all night (laughs) about live data and tagging and stats and games. He says it's absolutely endless. Um, He said uh, Say hello to you as well, by the way.
1: Myself and Rory have had many, many is an hour of discussing different... um, I think that's the great thing about kind of analysis and people who are this way inclined uh, or this minded. They're, they're very open and sharing and like there's a, there's a WhatsApp group there. Too, up, too open stuff. too open sometimes in the way I say the, <laughs> the <laughs> lad your stuff. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's yeah. absolutely no. That's you you you'll get a bad name if you start that and you That's you, it, yeah. You won't actually have Yeah, somebody'll ask you for a footage. Of a team that you've you've you know done work for and if you give that to them that like you don't have you don't have a reputation you're gone you know because they'll know you know I got this off him Well, if he's if he's giving it away for Kester bar so he's going to give it away for you know for Mayo you know what I mean so like, yeah, that's that's yeah. the way it is you, you just there's that that you know almost there is there is yeah that yeah. just cannot be be broken you know
0: well, you've got to, you've, yeah, you've got to look after your own, your own work as well, I suppose. But there's a, there's been up up many of the occasion too, in may or that club club has gone missing as well, and it happened this year. <laughs> <laughs> a little laugh at the end of there, you know what I want mean to <laughs> end of, don't you,
3: <laughs> Paul? In terms of your work week to week next year, hopefully with clubs. I, I know you're involved with Carrie Moore there in recent years where they took the footage themselves and you coded it. Is that the way you see it going or do you see it, did you go out of the camera yourself? What way would you like yeah. to see your business developing? Uh, it'd be nice not to leave the house, wouldn't it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it, like at the same time, you do have a better feel for a game when you're at the game, you know, but yeah. you can't be everywhere and maybe, maybe down the road it, it'll be to stagger the, the league, throwing games, and they might have a few Saturday and a few Sunday. You know, it's a feast <laughs> or a famine, for Paul Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, you lo- you, lo- you might have eighteen games going on there at se- Saturday at six o'clock. You know, so you can only you can only film one. You know, so yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. yeah you ventured into the streaming this year. I think I done a bit uh, a commentary for one of your feeds. Did I? The first time, yeah. The first yeah.
1: time trying it, yeah. In fairness, and again, phenomenal. Um, People in the county, you know, Anthony Moore in there is he's he's an absolute legend as regards, you know, streaming and, and, and footage there. Ray Lennon and um in, uh, yeah, yeah as well. You know, like there's there's a lot, a lot of really talented guys around, you know. Um,
0: we we just need the server.
1: Yeah, but I think people were very harsh on that. You know, I think you have to understand the, the the pressures that are going on there and you know not lest he be judged the kind of way, you know. I think yeah. you know it's it's very easy on the outside looking in and, and being critical of it, you know, if you don't have, you know, the idea of, of actually what goes on. Like there's a huge amount of pressure um, on those lads at that stage and you know, in they,
2: Sorry, uh, in layman's language, Paul, Mayo is phenomenal. Like, don't get me wrong. What would be the what would have been the issue for them at the start there? I know that,
1: oh, everything is see them problem. I think it's just going through the paywall, really. You know, once once you're trying to you're trying to funnel everything through the paywall there. So if you left to free tier, if you left free tier on YouTube, you know, you're, you're probably not going to have that. issue.
3: Okay, yeah. yeah, you yeah, know, it's, it's,
1: it's going to be one of their. You know, um, I suppose they look at it going forward and then sure to, to to fix it. You know. Uh, the few, there's plenty of of um, the appetizers there, people big out time. there in the country doing it, you know so yeah,
0: yeah. I think the g a need to the g a will have to just sort of have their make up their own system that 's uh, capable of streaming and, and getting and, and getting these people through these paywalls that if there was a national one that all counties could use or log in through or set up membership to get into that way, I think that will fly because. We have the players, we have the appetite, we have the camera people, we have the personalities that want to go on and talk a bit of shite. So it's 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 looking good for um, stop smiling, Linda. You're selling yourself
3: again as a commentator.
0: I sell myself for anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's 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 exciting to the future, I suppose, um, and what's going to happen. Uh, all going well, That like Covid, uh, we get over it, we go, even we get back to a few people at matches. But to still, to have that option of getting these feeds and to be living around the world, I know a lot of people uh, um, are really appreciative of it. And I have a question, you have the hand yeah. up.
3: Paul, ha- have you done any analysis on Dublin over the last few years? Have you spotted any weaknesses? Uh, I
1: didn't spot any weaknesses against Mead. Okay. I, they were pretty much flawless against me. I think they had one unforced error in the whole time, um, an attempted kick pass that uh, would have resulted in an offensive mark, and a point went you know five meters over. You uh, know, was head or one of them inside Nate's goal, and that was it. You know, but there was more. There was more errors against Calvin. So there are a few chinks there. I think the pressure is going to come on them a little bit. You know, because like. Uh, Farrelly he's going for one in a row you know he's going for his first one yeah Desi yeah. so you know I think if, we, if you can rattle them you know, there, there are going to be chinks there but um, definitely when when they get into you know the opposition half they're very very difficult to stop I think you have to stop them up the pitch you have to you put, put pressure on high, high up the pitch and um, like, that,
0: and that's if, what Mayo are doing I suppose
1: yeah, yeah, but their skill level, like it, it is. And oftentimes I'm doing analysis and it all boils down to the basics. The basics, hand passes and left and right, you know, the short uh, kick pass when required, you know, it's all of these basics. You never, very, very rarely you see the Dublin players, you know, um, miss a solo or, you know, it goes high on them or, you know what I mean? They're all, they're yeah. able to do all yeah. the skills, you know? So even Davey Byrne, there was one day, I don't know which game it was, he was re- really under pressure. Nearly on his own um, goal line, and he manages a left foot kick pass. You know, that starts as an attack. You know, and the, these are you know, just very, very hard to get them to to make mistakes. You know, so yeah. But they are they're they're all human. They're all able to kick wides. You know, so
0: yeah, yeah. Jesus, a lot there to uh, a lot to digest, I suppose, and it just shows you what's uh, going on around us, and we don't a lot of people, the average fan. Having the few points in the big three beforehand and rocking up five minutes for the national anthem, uh, we don't realise what goes on with it, I suppose. So, um, very interesting, and you'll be, uh, I'm no doubt, I'll be seeing you uh, climbing some bit of scaffolding somewhere in, uh, in in some local GA ground soon as well. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Um, thank very much, Paul, for coming on. That was great, <laughs> Paul.
2: It yeah, was very, very enjoyable. Yeah. Thanks, um,
0: Paul. And uh, hopefully, yeah, we'll see you again soon. Thanks very much. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Bye-bye.